Hello everyone, I'm Mr. Frisco. Welcome to my first real estate podcast for 2024. Let's embark on this exciting journey together. And today on my podcast, Frisco housing market insight for December and an overview of how uh, the 2023 housing market in Frisco compared with 2022. My guest today will be the sales trainer, Tanya Kazan, and we will discuss her 12 steps uh, stalwart uh, uh, selling system. And uh, we will talk about why the families love living in Frisco. Meet Mr. Frisco, a realtor selling residential real estate in Frisco and far north Dallas. As a former professional athlete, track and field and strength and conditioning coach, Mr. Frisco immigrated to the USA 20 years ago with $50 in his pocket, a suitcase and zero English to pursue the American dream and build a successful real estate business. Hardworking, persistent, customer service and detail-oriented, Mr. Frisco strives to secure a smooth closing on his client's biggest investment, their home. He puts his experience and knowledge to serve his clients the best way possible. Building his business by referral allows him to maintain relationships with his clients and serve them even after the transaction is closed. This is Frisco Realty News with Mr. Frisco. So let's start with a simple Frisco housing market overview for December 2023. The price of homes in Frisco has seen some interesting cha uh, changes. When we compare the average price of homes sold this December to what it was at the same time last year, it's a bit uh, lower. But uh, if we look at the price change from November uh, there's been uh, a slight increase. So price went down compared to the last year, but went up compared to November. And hey, fewer homes um, are available in Frisco now. Um, the inventory is still getting lower and lower. In 2023, uh, we have had fewer homes to sell um, compared with 2022. Even when we compare the number of homes for sale in December to November, there are even fewer. That means... Um, if uh, you are looking to buy a house, that may not be as many options as before. And the competition might be a bit, a little bit uh, uh, tighter. Uh, when we uh, when we talk about how many homes uh, were sold, uh, there is a decrease in the number of homes sold in December compared to the last year, um, the same time. But... Um, um, but interestingly, more homes were sold in December than in November. So while fewer homes were sold compared to 2022, more homes were sold compared to November last year. So um, the homes are stay, still stay a little bit longer on the market. If you're selling your homes, um, it takes longer to find a buyer than last 2022. On average, homes are staying on the market for uh, for more days. 
this is also true when we compare it to just last November. Homes are taking a bit longer to sell in December than they did in November. And again, pending sales, they're down too. It's important to know that pending sales are homes that are under contract and are pending to close. And we are currently seeing a decrease in pending sales compared compared to 2022 and even from November to December. And uh, this suggests that the real estate market is not as busy as it used to be. So what uh, do the market look like uh, for the sellers and buyers? Um, despite these changes, Frisco is still a seller's market. And if you're selling your home, you are in a good position because there are there aren't many homes for sale and there are still people looking to buy. But it's also important to be patient as homes may take longer to sell. And for those looking to buy a home, mm, the smaller number of homes available could make it a bit challenging to find the perfect place. But there are you know, a silver thing. Uh, a silver uh, a silver lining I'm sorry uh the slight drop in price compared to 2023 may work in your favor and what is the big picture overall the free school real estate market is a still um uh, a sales market um and it's still uh, selling, um, uh, seeing some shifts, I'm sorry. The market is uh, slower than it was in 2022, but it's still active for sellers. This means being patient and realistic with pricing. For buyers, it means being prepared for a bit of competition, but also being aware of potential op opportunities. So... Keeping an eye uh, on these market changes is uh, critical, whether you are planning to sell your home or looking to buy. Um, and understanding the current market conditions can help you make better decisions. Now, uh, let's talk. Uh, take a quick look on Frisco housing market in 2023 and, hot co and uh, compare it with 2022. The median existing home price has seen a modest 0.7% increase from the previous year, uh, now standing at uh, $676,000. However, this slight uptake is unnotable, giving the 2.1% decrease in inventory, leaving, uh, leaving 3,772 homes available. Uh, the limit supply has uh, con uh, contributed to this slight uh, uh, median price uptake uh, and regardless 13.5% decrease in median home sales with one, uh, 1,942 homes sold. The median days on the market have increased to 11 days from two in 2022 and with a two-month supply of inventory on the market, which haven't changed from 2022. So Frisco housing market is still robust seller's market. Stay tuned for further insights in, uh, into Frisco's uh, dynamic real estate landscape with me. So it is time for my guest, the sales trainer, Tanya Kazen. Hi, Tanya. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's great to have you. Uh, I haven't had a sales trainer still, so you're going to be the first one and the best one. Yeah, so, you're a smart uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So um, 
How did you get in the sales training? I, well, I never planned to get into sales training. So I started selling when I was very, very little. I started selling door to door when I was seven, but I made some family sales before then. And I just sold throughout my childhood. I sold anything and everything I can get my hands on, whether it was, um, boy, you know what? It really started with my, I started with a paper out and then it started with my school. And then I went to my school snacks and I just, I literally sold everything I could sell. And then I got into the beanie baby craze and just continued on into my adulthood. And at one point I was able to grow my sales career to a 90% closing ratio. So people kept asking me how I was able to sell so much in such little time. And so I started helping people. And at one point I was like, oh, I should start charging for this. So that's how I fell into sales training. And I'm a teacher by nature, so it just kind of works because I love selling. I still sell to this day and I love helping people. And so it just is a natural fit for me these days. So All right. Well, so you have been selling since you have been a kid. Yes. Oh, yeah. your natural talent. I probably was selling something to the doctor as I was coming out of the womb is what I tell people, but yes. So your natural talent. That's good. That's what they say. Well, I have the gift of gab, so. All right. And uh, so how did you come up uh, to start the Stalwart, uh, you know, company and um, start teaching people? I see that you have a, you know, unique system, Stalwart selling system, 12 yes. step. Yes. Tell us about these 12 steps. So the 12 step stalwart selling system is what we teach to sales teams for them to increase their sales, shorten up their closing ratio and um, or shorten up their sales cycle and increase their closing ratio. And the 12 steps is really my brain on paper. So it's the way that I started that I've been selling my entire life. And in 1999 is really when I started really perfecting the system. And of course, with time, it evolved and I grew as a salesperson. I grew as a person as well. And uh, today, that's that's what I teach. So it's 12 steps that help you organize your entire sales process. And uh, we teach it to companies. And what's nice about it is that companies are able to use, bring, do what they can bring what they're currently doing in sales and plug it into the 12 step selling system because most sales reps use a winged approach and this allows them to create a planned approach so that they are sure to always remember what they need to say throughout the entire sales process um, so that they don't leave anything out. Uh, yeah, actually, actually the, ooh, everywhere you need sales, you know, realtors, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. if you're a good salesperson, mm -hmm. you sell more. Um, so sales are needed, um, but here's a problem. A lot of uh, people then, uh, a lot of salesmen, a lot of, um, salespersons, they don't know how to close. All right. Yes. And I think, uh, <coughs> and is good, always good when end is good, you know? So if you cannot close, you don't sell. Uh, what, uh, what exactly in your system is focused more on, uh, on how people, how to close your leads? So a lot of tips out there are all about closing and closing is of course very important, but we, we teach every single step of the sales process, including objections and closes, but we like to really put an emphasis on the entire sales presentation because we believe that the better the presentation, the easier the close. So for example, if you do a really, really, really good job in the beginning, you should naturally lead into the close because the close is not a separate part of the sales presentation. It's 
a natural ending to the sales presentation. So for example, if you were to go on a date, I think you're married. Yeah. So back in your early days, Mm -hmm. or if anyone listening goes on a date, if you do a really, really good job on the date to where you're a nice person, you're caring, you seem loving, you seem attentive and you do all the things right. And your goal at the end of the night is to get a kiss, let's say. If you do everything right in the beginning of the date, you should naturally be able to lead into the kiss. But if you don't do things really well throughout the date, then the kiss is going to be kind of awkward. And so that's what we try to teach our sales teams is to be able to do a really good job throughout the entire sales presentation to where the close is just natural process. All right. Well, uh, that partially asked um, uh, that partially answered them. My next question is: uh, What what key skills and qualities do you prioritize in a sales training? What's your focus? So we, I'm sorry. So you're saying like what skills? What skills? What skills? Mm-hmm. So and qualities. And qu- integrity, number one. So I'm very proud to say that in my 25 years sales career, it's actually a lot longer than that. If you count my childhood, but I have never had to lie or mislead a customer. And I think it's really important that we're honest in our selling. So integrity is definitely number one. And there are so many different qualities that I can come up with and there's such as being attentive, a good listener. There's just so much. And in our 12 step stalwart selling system in that process, step number one is you, the salesperson. So we really like to focus number one on you. Are you the right kind of salesperson? Are you the person that your customers want to buy from? Are you someone that you would even want to buy from? So we go over all those qualities throughout that system. Um, but integrity, definitely number one. Okay. Well, we all need integrity. That's a, that's a good quality to yeah. have. Uh, How actually uh, do you um, do you address, uh, address the specific needs and challenges of diverse sales teams? You know, like uh, you have uh, you have a team; it's pretty diverse, and so there are always challenges in the sales teams. Uh, how do you get these people together? How do you address that? That's a really great question. What I have found in training a variety of companies, so we've trained mortgages, technology, advertising, business brokers, uh, schools, literally uh, HVAC, literally there's such a variety of industries that we have trained. And within those industries, there's a variety of personalities. And what we've concluded is that everyone wants the same thing. Everyone wants to be able to sell more, close more sales, overcome objections. And so the selling system that we have doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter your personality. It doesn't matter where you come from, your background. If you're new in sales, if you're a veteran, it works for everyone as long as they want it to work for them. So if you plug into the selling system and you apply what is being taught, then it works for everyone, all different backgrounds. Does that answer your question? Yes. Okay, sorry. Yes. Um, You know, because I'm a realtor, so I sell mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Not only sell homes, but I sell myself, you know, like my skills and everything. Yeah. And I, I know that we all have fears, all right? When you get in uh, and you have to communicate with people and sell or work with people most of the time, uh, what would you advise uh, people that are in sales, it's realtors and whoever, to overcome their fears? What would you advise them? What would you say, like a person with, from, you know, I'm just asking and say, hey, I have a fear. I had a fear. I can't tell what was it, but 
Give me an example. Like what an kind example? of fear? Uh, for example, because uh, when I started, I almost didn't know English and uh, I had to first talk on the phone. So to me, personal communication was much easier. Mm-hmm. And I had fear to talk on the phone. So phone leads in the beginning were out of it, you know, so I couldn't close on them. I couldn't talk them. I had to fear. I overcame it, but I mean... How did you I, overcome it? Yeah. How? Mm-hmm. I just work on on my English, for example, you know, so now I have a, I have a podcast and I don't have a fear of speaking with people, but... Um, that's a that's a major fear when you know to me it was now it's not anymore but if somebody comes with you you know without the issue what would you tell this person i would tell them to do what you just did did? just to do (laughs) what you can to improve and then just to do it so Uh, we all have our fears like you said and i've always learned that fear start stands for false evidence appearing real and a lot of time our fears are just bigger in our head than they are in real life. And so if we just go out there and do it, sometimes you just have to go out there and just do it and just like not think about it. And, um, but the phone in the example that you used is hard for all of us. It's the heaviest thing in the entire world to be able to pick up the phone. So the fact that you did it, especially the, that you didn't know English very well, kudos to you because I think it's just tough for everyone, no matter whether they speak English really well or not. So. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I overcame that. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. So um, can you share any success story with a team or person that you worked? Uh, actually, do you focus more on teams or or you said you focus on teams, but do you work with, a, let's say, personal with training with somebody that wants to get better in sales? Yeah, we're, our focus is sales teams. But every now and then we will pick up some coaching clients uh, if they approach us. So to answer your question, we have clients that have gotten 200, 400, 700% growth in a very, very, very short amount of time with our teachings. And that's because of the teachings in the 12-step start selling system. And so I have never, and this sounds... I don't want to sound like I'm someone who's full of it and not realistic, but in reality, every single person has gained something through our trainings, whether that's more sales, which actually normally that's normally the case, but more sales, a more organized process, more confidence, all the good stuff that salespeople need to go out there and make a sale happen. Um, one of my favorite success stories is I was teaching an HVAC class and it was a group of people, all different companies were in that class. And one of the guys in there, very, very successful, he makes a few million dollars a year in his small mom and pop business. And he said to me halfway through the first day, he said, everything sounds great so far. And so I'm going to keep an open mind, but I just want to let you know that the way that we do business is working for us. So I'm not planning on changing a lot of the ways that we do things because it works for us. We like for the customer to take time and think about it. We, we, we're okay with that. We actually encourage it. So, and I said to him, I said, you know what? I said, if you, what you're doing works for you, I think you should keep doing what you're doing. And if you pick up any tips throughout my class, then great. I'd love for you to apply them. So after the three-day training, he called me and he said to me, he goes, I got to tell you, your system made so much sense that I'm going to change the way that I'm doing business and apply your selling system to my operation. 
And this guy was one of my most stubborn, actually the most stubborn person in the class. Stubborn in a sense to where he was open-minded-ish, but he was not, he had no intentions of changing his ways and just seeing what we had to offer. Um, it kind of changed the way that he sold. So anyways, um, that's one of my favorite success stories. All right. Well, um, if people wants to reach out to you, because I know that after this, a lot of small businesses or sales, uh, teams, they will, how they can reach out. So they can find me at stalwartsales.com. That's S-T-A-L-W-A-R-T sales.com. And I'm also doing a podcast that I just started. It's not out yet, but it's coming out here soon where I'm going to be answering sales questions from salespeople. So they can call me on the podcast hotline at 470-SELLING. That's 470-S-E-L-L-I-N-G. And those numbers are on their keypad. And they can leave a voicemail asking me their sales questions for an opportunity for me to play that question on my show and then to answer it on my show. So Before we wrap it up, then mm -hmm. uh, tell me, um, they have to just call on this the hotline and leave the question and then yes. you're going to answer it on your podcast. Yes. They're, they're going to leave their name, their industry, where they're calling from, and then their sales question. So, yeah. oh, wonderful. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, thank you very much for attending my sh my podcast. And uh, I look forward to seeing you around because I know you're not networker. This is the way how <laughs> we met. Yes, and uh, yes. I look forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Victor. So... Are you ready for the top uh, reasons families love living in Frisco, Texas? Well, this city is getting a lot of attention and for good reasons. It's not just another city. It is a place where businesses grow, families thrive, and there is always something fun to do. Let's take a closer look at what makes Frisco stand out. Frisco is like a magnet for businesses. One big reason is the low taxes. This means if you start a business or live here, you can save money. There are many company headquarters in Frisco, which means there are many skilled people around. This is great for businesses because it brings together many smart, ex, uh, experienced people. And if you are in technology, Frisco is becoming a hotspot for tech companies and people who uh, invest in new ideas. Being a part of this means you are um, you're right where the, the latest tech and innovations are happening. Schools and sports are a big part of this growing. Frisco is also also a um, fantastic place for families. The schools here are top-notch, which is uh, perfect if you have kids. They will get an ex excellent education, which is important for their future. And if you love sports... You will, feel, you will feel right at home in Frisco. There are professional sports teams and big stadiums, so there is always a game to catch. It's only some days you get to live in a place with so much sports action. But there is more Frisco than just sports. The city has these awesome plant areas to walk around, shop, eat, and have a good time. 
It's a mix of city life and friendly neighborhood vibes. In free school, living well doesn't mean spending a lot of money. Living costs are reasonable, but you still can get high quality service and great community. It's like getting the best of the words. Frisco is also known for working well with a business to create cool projects and place for people to enjoy. It's about work, uh, making the city better for um, everyone and that's something really special. Following me uh, will uh, teach you much more than just home uh, house buying tips. You will dis discover why Frisco is such a great place. It's not just about finding a house. It's about joining a community where things are always moving forward. Frisco is perfect for anyone wanting to start a business, raise a family or be part of a living and growing community. It's a good, uh, it's, it's got everything. Um, good opportunities for businesses, great schools, fun sports and activities. And it's affordable too. So why pick free school? Well, what, uh, what I said above, it's a where today's choice turn into tomorrow's bright future. It's not just about the business environment or the fun stuff to do. It's about being part of a city, what values doing things well. Whether you're starting your career, looking for family friend, uh, and uh, family friendly place, or want to be part of a community that's on the move, free school is where it's at. So choosing free school means joining a community that's growing and getting better all the time. It's a city that offers best in business, education, fun, and living all wrapped up in one. So come check out Frisco and see why it is a place where you f your future is waiting for you. And remember, for more great uh, advices and info about living in Frisco, including top reasons families love living in Frisco, follow me. Welcome to Frisco, where your, your new adventure begins. Thank you for joining me on this episode. And before we sign off, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and share it with friends and family who may benefit from the information.